Hello, everybody, and welcome to Oh Snap, a Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, an MCU podcast. I'm the host, Mike Marbeck. And before we begin, I'll probably begin every podcast episode mentioning that uh, if you are here for a, just a fun group of people talking about a show they enjoy, you have found the right place. Uh, if you are looking for a podcast where uh, it is super in-depth and we are going to tell you which frame was a reference to a particular page on a particular issue of a comic book, that is not this podcast. Uh, we will get things wrong. <laughs> we will have a good time doing it. I uh, hope you enjoy the show. Like I said, I'm Mike Marbach, and today I'm joined by Rob Alessiani. Hello. Katie Suerko. Hi. Samantha Russell. Hello. Marcelie Jean-Pierre. Hey there. And Michael Henley. Hello. Thank you all for being here. Uh, so we begin every episode with uh, first impression. So I want to hear your first impression of this episode. Marcelie, kick it off. I love this episode. So far, this is my favorite one, um, probably because I felt like it really moved uh, the story forward and it, it um, kind of took us a little bit outside of um, you know, the, the fun game that they've been playing with the, the sitcoms. Um, but we got a little bit more, uh, I, I guess, Marvel stuff going on. Um, and, uh, I, even though I still, I have more questions, uh, than I did before I, I started watching the episode. Um, I really enjoyed it and, and how they moved the, the story along, um, yeah, and just like some of the introductions uh, that um, we're, I know we'll get into all of it, but um, yeah, th this one so far was my favorite episode. So, you know, that of the three. Sam. Uh, I enjoyed the episode, um, uh, even as somebody who, again, I should mention, knows nothing about Marvel <laughs> or any superhero, anything. I enjoyed this episode because I feel like all of the episodes combined were kind of just like we saw in the commercials in the first two where it was like kind of ticking and everything's getting a little faster. And like the first episode, you get like one weird thing. And the second episode, you get like three weird things. And this one was just like manic. And mm -hmm. I, but I enjoyed sort of easing into it. And I also very much enjoyed the coloring and the, just the, the way it was shot. And they had a, a beautiful Brasilia, uh, dining room table and the and the credenza and there was a finkel umbrella in the backyard so mm. that's what i'm contributing to this podcast <laughs> I, like, I like the way this is not the in-depth mcu podcast but if you're looking for like mid-century modern <laughs> oh yes and, and you want to know if they did the, the set design <laughs> and the costuming right they very much did. this is as in-depth as you can get <laughs> yeah uh, rob so, your uh, your first impression i thought it was i thought it was awesome i thought it's really starting to like kind of uh, deftly swing back and forth between like the homages to the sitcoms, which this week was probably the Partridge Family Brady Bunch uh, times. Mm -hmm. And and just like in the same breath, they're going into like the weird kind of what's going on behind the curtain and then they'll swing back and forth really quickly. So they're getting their rhythm and I really like it. Yeah, Katie. Uh, I really like this episode. I think just like jumping off of what everybody's already said I think that uh what Rob said with like the swinging back and forth I like that um you know it felt like in the first two episodes there was a more sense of control like you know only one or like Sam said only one or two weird things happen but now it's just like everyone feels a lot more self-aware than they did two episodes ago and I, everything feels like uh instead of like like tight reins it's like oh we've got shoestrings and they're all tied to angry cats and like who knows like you can't control anything yeah, yeah. and Michael. the finkel the finkel oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> the finkel umbrella man uh michael Yes. Um, no, I, this is probably my, my favorite episode of the three so far. Um, and yeah, just jumping off what everybody said, I really like how it's deepening the mystery here and um, really kind of doing a little bit more of like the surrealism and a little bit of the more sinister elements, but still swinging back and forth really successfully, I think. And um, this is, I didn't really, I don't actually have much um, when it comes to like 70s sitcoms, basically, I feel like this is a bit of a blind spot for me. So I can't say with 100% certainty that just like they really feel like they got it right. So um, that said, it felt to me like they really got it right. Um, I'm, I'm prepared to be told wrong about this, that, 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 be told that I'm wrong about this, but well, I guess that's true about everything, really. Um, no, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, uh, I agree with all that. 
I enjoyed it. Uh, I think uh, it was my favorite of the three so far. Um, I felt as someone who didn't grow up watching 70s sitcoms, but watched a lot of them growing up, um, I thought they got it right. Uh, the it definitely had a very uh, aesthetically. I thought it was it was spot on, uh, and the the uh, scoring underneath I thought was would hit it, uh, and the general aesthetic um, from and edit editing wise too. I thought they kind of hit a lot of that stuff, and when the crib was being put together, like a lot of uh, effects for the time, yeah. uh, everything seemed to really kind of come together to paint that picture pretty well. I think. Uh, and I did also enjoy, of course, the parts of the show that were kind of balanced as far as the in-world, out-world sort of sort of moments. Um, like Sam said, they were definitely tick, 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 picking picking up throughout. This one was definitely much more chaotic. Uh, have any of you been following the different arguments online about this show? Yes. Yeah. Somewhat. Uh, what, what's that, Michael? Somewhat? Somewhat. Uh, Rob, yes. Um, Rob, what are you hearing? Are you talking about like kind of what's going on, those arguments? Uh, I just mean about the show, like quality. Oh, I haven't seen any, no, then no. I haven't really seen any kind of uh, <laughs> like naysayers. Um, like, are there? Yeah, the, there are people yeah, yeah, that, are. that hate the show. Uh, yeah. And are really critiquing it for its sitcominess. <laughs> like what? Right. The can, whole can thing. I say, I did see someone complaining about the first two episodes compared to this episode say oh those the first two episodes weren't good and then I was like I, I think I realized that what they're kind of also trying to do might be getting people like me into <laughs> this universe like because I normally wouldn't have just watched if it was just okay here's a Marvel show okay I'm not going to watch that but this I'm watching and I'm getting interested in what's going on and sure. I had no idea what was going on. And I think it, it was mm. an easy, the first two episodes were nice and easy for someone like me and it could still entertain people who enjoy the universe. But then, you know what I mean? Like it, yeah. I'm, I'm easing into it and then I, you're gonna have a new fan that you wouldn't have had before. Yeah. yeah, I think one of the things, so I, I've seen a lot of critiques. Well, not a lot, I, I've seen a few uh, everybody who's said that the show isn't good is they're dumb but <laughs> it's it, like and the critiques are like you know it's moving too slow or this doesn't make sense but I think really what it is is just a symptom of um our conditioning to like I guess there's one aspect of it which is uh so many people are used to the Marvel movies and they're mm -hmm. used to watching um the entire story told in two hours or, or so um so watching this episodically isn't going to be as satisfying. Um, and then uh, just kind of along the same lines is like a lot of us are used to binge watching TV, um, especially when it comes to streaming platforms. Mm -hmm. So uh, when it comes to like watching it week by week and you're just waiting or yeah, just wa watching the story progress, uh, you know, at a much slower pace, some people are just impatient and just don't want to wait to see what happens. Yeah, people are used to evaluating something as a whole. And here you have to evaluate everything by each part as it goes along. Um, Michael? Yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, and it's tough to, you know, because, um, you know, th this might be a controversial thing to say, but uh, there's there's like a lot of anger on the internet right now. I don't know if you guys have um, seen that, but like- What's there's, this? There's, yeah. Um, so whenever I see, you know, discussions like that, there's a big part of me that just wants to be like, how invested do I need to get into this argument? You know, like, is this just like, but at the same time, I do think that this show very specifically, I think caters to people who, um, you know, I think Sam hit the nail on the head basically about, you know, how, how much this show caters to people who, you know, grew up with a certain, you know, with a certain type of show, uh, not just a certain type of model, but like, you know, the, the old sitcoms, they get so many of the notes absolutely right when it comes to, um, you know, these different sitcoms and like different notes for each episode, basically. And I think there's a lot of people, especially younger people who didn't necessarily grow up with stuff like this, um, you know, because, you know, I'm of the age basically where this was on every night on Nick at Night, basically. And I, 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 I saw so much of it. But I think a lot of people without the reference points, I think are just more like, okay, so this is just a... <clears throat> This is just this is just a bad sitcom, and I hate like old sitcoms kind of thing. Basically, when I just I, I and 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 I don't know because like 
I'm 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 really enjoying it, even though it's getting so much. I'm really enjoying it, and it's getting so many of the details just right. And like, I don't know. It's 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 hard to. But I do think people are impatient, Marcel. I think you hit the nail on the head too. Like people are very impatient about this kind of thing. And I think um, I have seen a lot of kind of peculiar amnesia about the idea of like, oh, this is the Disney model now, like releasing one episode a week. Just like they used to be just TV. (laughs) They they used to be what it was. Like I don't what that's life. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. also Netflix did that, like for yeah. like, first yeah. few shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some yeah. of them. Are we, do that. You were like, gonna say yeah. something? Um I was gonna say that also like nerds love being mad about shit. So <laughs> like Ooh. and I we're gonna think- lose our whole nerd audience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they figured us out. <laughs> um, <laughs> like going off of what Michael and Sam said, it's like I think there are probably people who are upset that this show is accessible to people who aren't like (laughs) what they believe to be authentic fans or like true fans where it's like, well, I don't like this show because my mom can watch it. And that's like not challenging or it means that I'm not, or if I don't understand what's going on, it means that I'm not the expert. Yeah. You're describing this podcast. Yeah. (laughs) I had, I had a bunch of friends who never forgave Green Day for putting out Dookie, you know, much less American Idiot. Ooh. As soon as you put out something that's like popular to the masses, people yeah. are like, "Oh, it's, I'm not special." Sellouts. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All Even right. Well, like their franchise is like multi-million. Yeah, dollars. yeah. yeah that's that's Marvel here, not like Jim yeah. Jarmusch. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and also, so we're all talking about Jim. Jarmusch. Tune in next week to our Mooshing It Up podcast. <laughs> that's too moosh. The moosh is loose. <laughs> the moosh is loose. Oh, all God. right. Uh, all right, let's get into the show itself. Uh, once now that we've established that at least we enjoy it. Um, all right, so talk to me about the the intro, our new theme song intro. I think these intros are great. I, I'm loving all all every single one of them. Um, and I think uh, anyone who's familiar with the TV shows that they're inspired by can kind of make the connection. So like the, the theme song for this one was clearly inspired by the Partridge family. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Song. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know if we mentioned this last week, but I know that uh, the creators of the, of, of the, the, all of the theme music and I, I guess the music throughout the show, um, they got the writers from frozen to do them. So like, mm-hmm. you know, oh, the, yeah. yeah, it's like, you know, you could, if you have the Disney connection, yeah, you're not gonna lose when it comes to music. So yeah. it, I've loved them, um, and and visually also like mm-hmm. the parallels that they're able to to make is is really been fascinating to watch. Yeah. Anyone else? Yeah, strong agree. I mean, especially the fact that um, you know, it's it's the kind of thing that like they didn't have to do that stuff. Like they didn't have to do, you know, like the, the peerless recreations of whether it was the, you know, like the Dick Van Dyke like thing from, from two weeks ago or um, weeks, episodes, whatever, uh, or the animated Bewitched or this one where like, they're just kind of going all around the town set and like in changing costumes and all that kind of stuff to give the idea of just like, oh yeah, this is what, uh, you know, a, a title sequence would have been when they had like 13 episodes in the can and basically mm-hmm. just like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, it just, it, I, I I love that because it's just so like it's like this effortless, you know, it's it's like this effort, effortless thing basically that shows a lot of effort underneath basically, yeah. and I, I love yeah. that. Yeah, I wonder and if it's... the uh, if as the show goes on, as the episodes go on, if we'll start to see some breakdown in that uh, in the opening itself as we see in the episodes themselves. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Rob, you were saying. Oh, no, this this week definitely cemented for me that I really hope they don't. Just like, because they are getting, they are peeling back the curtain more and more each week. And it seems like we might hit kind of like a place this coming episode or in the next couple that like really like, you know, show the wizard. Um, So I'm hoping that even after that happens, they don't drop, at least for this season, the sitcom thing. Because I do think that this show will lose something special if it just transforms into like an episodic Marvel movie. I'm I'm prepared for that to happen or for them to figure out like what the next um, device they're going to use next season uh, is going to be if it's not like a sitcom, a different sitcom a week, but I'm not prepared for them to do it this season. It it would be a letdown. It would be a letdown if it just like gets 
too normal. Yeah. What if they didn't? What if like towards the end of the season they like because mm-hmm. you know there's you want to stay in that nostalgia thing. So probably the the latest they could go was like the early two thousands. But like this, like what if they do like an episode like where episodes where like everything's just shifting? Like you're just like jumping. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. I could see that happening. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Be- all of the different established like TV sets because yeah. like everything's yeah. fracturing super hard. That could be. Yeah. I I could That'd absolutely be- see that happening. Yeah. That's almost a stone cold lock. Or like everyone's like uh, <laughs> everyone's existing in different yeah like, decades. Like like uh, Agnes is in like the seventies, but uh, you know the one of the neighbor the neighbor with the mustache uh, is 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 like Urkel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do want like some TGIF representation in the show at some point. Oh, that absolutely, would, I think we're getting that it. would make me very yeah. happy. Yeah, because that's I, I like hard. You gotta do. You gotta do Full House. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Full yeah, House yeah. or Step gotcha. by Step by Step, Family Matters. All this of them was or or that nine thirty show where they kept swapping it out basically because yeah. nothing <laughs> stuck. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Just the ten of us. Um, <laughs> oh, I love Just the ten of us. Yeah. This was. That was yeah, yeah. I think it yeah. was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which was also Just the Ten of Us was a Growing Pains spinoff. Uh, That's right. Yes. Yeah. Wow. So this was mid to late 70s, uh, right? Yeah. Yeah. So they'll probably break up. I think they'll probably do like an early 80s and then they'll do like a late 80s. Um, Or maybe they're just really just doing decades. Maybe they're doing. I can even see like them going like a Hill Street like a Hill Street blues or like kind of maybe even getting out of like sitcoms and just doing like iconic (laughs) shows. Oh, yeah. Mm. Mm. Oh, I would Um, love that. St. Elmo's Fire or something like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. just uh, Wanda and, and Vision in like the Cheers bar. I want to see Amen. <laughs> yeah, cheers awesome. Amen. <laughs> I want to see Amen. That would be that would be my pick. We need a lot more uh, people of color <laughs> good, on the show times. if we're doing Amen. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. We'll move on to the actual inside of the show. Um, so the doctor, again, the looks on these people, they're all perfectly cast. So the doctor's yeah. over checking up on Wanda, uh, go, going through all the tests, they're all making faces. Yep, definitely pregnant. Uh, and in this scene, uh, and I'll hand it back to you in a moment, uh, they are, um, you, you start seeing some separation between how Vision is pressing more for the answers to things and Wanda is going more towards the just moving on kind of moments. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he has that line about, um, we let the little ladies, it, it helps the little ladies keep track of uh, the pregnancies with fruit. It's simpler for them. Mm-hmm. Um, doctor dismisses Vision's concerns about the pregnancy uh, and Wanda is as well. Uh, he's just like, how is this happening so fast? What's going on? Um, and uh-oh, he's about to go on vacation. Hope that doesn't come back again. Um, <laughs> and we'll leave it at that for now. What are your thoughts up to this point? Um, I, I like that that sitcom trope being used of like um, nobody can really do anything big or have anything big change because it that functional it like it, it like they're like I'm gonna go on this trip and it never happens because you can't show them on the trip that would cost <laughs> a lot of production money yeah. and like you know it's like oh we we're we're gonna win the lottery our ship comes in it was like no that would fundamentally change what mm-hmm. the show is mm-hmm. so like no by the end of it you're not gonna win the lottery um so like that was uh, as soon as the as soon as the doc was like oh i'm going to bermuda it's like no you're not (laughs) (laughs) something's gonna stop that yeah something will stop that (laughs) you get one you get one at least once like the 90s came and disney owned all these then you got one (laughs) family trip to disney world (laughs) to a disney property property. yeah 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 so, America's Funniest Home Videos was just always there after that. <laughs> I would really love to see WandaVision in like Country Bear Jamboree. Oh my God. Oh my God. I would lose my mind. <laughs> what are these bears doing? They're singing Vision. Oh, and then Vision has like this like like existential crisis because like they're also, but they're also like cyborgs. He's like, <laughs> he's real. He's like, well, what makes them different than I? Uh, like, what, who gave me free will and they have to sing these songs over and over. <laughs> uh, it's those moments throughout the, um, throughout this show that make me almost want them to just do a, an entire season in the sitcom style um, mm-hmm. because the like the magic, whole magic, Act kind of thing, yeah. Um, 
and the different moments where someone says something to him about being robotic or too stiff and like, no, no. Um, I think the doctor has a line about be, having nerves. Um, uh, he's a little nervous about something. Well, I have nerves of steel. Yeah. Steel, yeah. <laughs> yeah, something mm -hmm. like that. Um, I just love all those little little moments. Um, then he goes outside. I'm sorry, go ahead, Rob. I think there's a non, there, there's, there's a greater than zero amount of fans that that's what they were expecting from the jump. Like they thought like, okay, what, what they're going to do is it's going to be a 50 style. Cause that was like the only previews that I had seen. I didn't watch all the trailers ahead of time. So I had only really seen the like Dick Van Dyke, I love Lucy stuff. And I was like, Oh, okay. They're going to do like a black and white sitcom starring Wanda and vision. I'm, I'm on board. Like, even yeah. if it's not Canon to the rest of the MCU, I would have been on board, but this is, yeah. it's fun that they're kind of taking us on this journey. Yep. I also like that. I feel like there was a moment where when the doctor was just like, you know how ladies' brains are so small and <laughs> yes. they know what fruit, but they know what fruit are. Yeah. yeah. And like Wanda's, Wanda's face, like, even though she's like, like, this is probably most likely her whole creation, but like, even in that moment was like, what? Yeah. Yeah. For, uh, that, that's all we get is fruit yeah. Yeah. Uh, misogyny is so deep it's so, it's so deep y'all uh, Vision looks outside uh, and he sees Herb trimming not just the hedges but he's now trimming through the wall yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, which you know those Ginsu Ginsu hedge clippers that he's, yeah. that he's got um, which yeah. also shows cement wall yeah uh, What's going on? One thing that could be going on there is that he's he's just malfunctioning in some way, right? Right. He's just yeah. a full-on yeah. creation that's malfunctioning. Mm -hmm. That that's kind of what I was perceiving Glitching. it as. Or, he's, he's, or yeah. he's trying to break the universe. Yeah, he could be someone on the outside trying to break in. Yep. No, I mean like well, he's trying to like he's tra he's he's trapped inside and he's trying to break the universe that they're trapped in. Like so, he's doing like. Like kind of what you would say a, for a normal person would be unhinged. Like he's yeah. doing all these things, trying to figure out like what are the weaknesses of yeah, this sure. place mm -hmm. we're trapped in. Yeah, because mm -hmm. not to like get not to get too far ahead, That's but fine. like later on in the show, we establish that this is not just this is not like a pocket dimension. This is yeah. a real physical place yeah. that is being manipulated by someone. You mm -hmm. know, whether we still don't firmly have it confirmed that it's. Wanda doing this uh, on of a, her of her own volition. Wanda doing this of someone else's volition, or someone else doing this to contain Wanda. So, right. But there is a Westview. Like, it's a, yeah. there's a yeah. there's a normal sign later. Mm -hmm. So I, I I tend to think like these people aren't outsiders trying to get in. I think these people are trapped. And yeah. I think I've been watching a lot of stuff and at the fence when he's like, you know, cause we're all just, and then he kept getting cut yeah, off. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah. Like the consensus word that people think that he was gonna say is trapped. Yeah, I think so. Sure. Yeah. And even the doctor said the thing at the end going, you know, yeah. small can't towns, escape. you can't escape. Mm -hmm. so. mm -hmm. Yeah, it seems like everybody who's in the town uh, is somebody who's established there except for uh, Monica Rambo's character. Um, Geraldine. Geraldine. Yeah. 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 It feels a little like um, what you call it? Uh, the Twilight Zone episode. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Mm -hmm. You know, like you've got to. Yep. They know that they have to keep in line, sort of, mm -hmm. or something so, bad will happen. So, so, so much of their behavior is like trying to test the boundaries, and the other half of their behavior is like, but let's not piss Wanda off. Yeah. Like, yes. Yeah. 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 She could turn me into a jack in the box. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there were elements of that kind of Twilight Zone episode in mm. the earlier episodes. Um, but this one almost in a way kind of mirrors a little bit of what was going on, especially the newer one uh, from Twilight Zone, the movie, where the kid is going to make this person disappear and just kind of threatening them, do the thing. Well, what did you yeah. say? What's going on? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so we go back inside uh, and she's a lot bigger. Uh, yeah. So this is mm -hmm. really, really moving along now. Wanda's putting a nursery together with those uh, fun 70s effects um, <laughs> and baby's kicking. The mobile comes to life. Now six months old. We're having the Billy Tommy conversation, Peyton Stork, and the baby's doing what he assumes is three days. So there's a lot going on in there. What comes to mind? I, I think, um, I mean, it. this also moves towards the 
later seen, but she hangs up the the mobile and then says, oh, it's the baby's kicking. It's kind of a flutter. And then they turn into butterflies Mm -hmm. and she immediately goes, oh, did I do that? I didn't mean to. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then later she almost thinks that all of the things that are going on that are clearly being caused by her and her being in pain and her losing control. She doesn't really think that that was her. Like it seemed like she was thinking it was just in the neighborhood or in the, in the environment. Mm -hmm. And that may be all the, that maybe all the Urkel we get. Yeah. Uh, did I do that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I like that too, Sam, because it was also like watching it. It was like, oh, it's this interesting thing of like, like getting pregnant and being pregnant is almost like this exercise in loss of control. So mm-hmm. like compounding like being pregnant with like her powers was like I thought that was a really like very cool like way to do that Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and the the debate between uh she and uh, and vision um just were trying to figure out the name of the the kid and and i was wondering the whole time i was like how do they know that it's going to be a boy but then i'm like well of course wanda knows because like subconsciously or whatever she's probably she's in control of it Mm -hmm. um and just like her reasoning for wanting tommy to be the name she's like is a just a good old american <laughs> a yeah. name and mm-hmm. then like uh vision wanting to name the son after william shakespeare it's <laughs> such a vision thing to do mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> uh, there's also and then, the interesting that the line he says i don't know if mike was gonna point that yep, out go ahead but the uh what is it men uh all the world's a stage, stage and all yeah. men and yes. women are merely pl- play players what's mm-hmm. like oh that's yeah. fun it's this. It's a fun oh, little yeah. reference Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's a Rush lyric. <laughs> yep. Everyone knows that. William Shakespeare, sure. the lead singer of Rush. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He's also the first person to get the vaccine in the UK. Yeah. You remember yeah. that? <laughs> oh yeah. The guys, the guys who got the first vaccine in the United Kingdom was named William Shakespeare. Oh right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't think we mentioned this, but there is a uh, pandemic going on, and we are all, all recording <laughs> by a Zoom. Um, so if wondering any kind of sound issues or quality, can't do anything about it because we are taking things safe. Um, I'm also in a different state. All right. Uh, so we go to vision, practicing, changing a baby. The baby's kicking. It's false labor. What are those contractions called? Braxton, Braxton Hicks. Braxton Hicks. Braxton Hicks. Yeah. I'm very familiar because uh, <laughs> experienced all that stuff and it was so weird as my wife and i were watching it we were, i was just like whoa that feels like it was like just it's two weeks ago <laughs> yeah. but it was like a few months but still and as she as wanda was even putting the the crib together i was like oh that's that's not fair i wish i could yeah. just do that i was like I that. going through it <laughs> trying yeah. to put that thing together myself uh we have um our breathing exercises, contractions force some chaos. So what's happening to her, there's a lot of craziness that's going on uh, in this world. The power goes out uh, and vision goes to check on the neighbors. Um, and then we have that fun um, feel. Do you think these earrings make me look fat? And the power goes out. <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> that was that guy, my favorite. That was, I couldn't stop his, laughing. Yeah, yeah, his streak like continues of having the best line in any <laughs> yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Great. Like, uh another little uh detail i think it was it's fun how they uh with the um the lamaze class uh breathing exercises like so my wife and i we went to like a class and they were saying like yeah we don't do that anymore the the type of uh, yeah and that but that was such a trope in television it really was Mm -hmm. And that yeah, was like, that and then like him, like him freaking out and her getting him to do the breathing. Yeah. Like that's such yeah. a that's yeah. such a sitcom trope of like, oh, the husband's freaking out now. He has to do the little breathing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So many, um, so the punchline, like especially this week, felt like especially dead on for like yeah. that's the that's exactly like the kind of. But also like this week had like more punchlines that made me like I was I, I laughed like quite a bit through episode one and two but like there were like legit punchlines in this episode where I'm just like oh I think that was a joke about like a like a like a stock like sitcom line that would be said at this moment but I yeah. thought that was really funny kind of thing like that happened several times yeah. the one the ones uh, cliche sitcom pregnancy joke that they did not make 
was because they didn't have to go to a hospital mm. would have been vision like running around the house gathering up everything they needed to go to the hospital running out the door and yes. wanda staying there and Stand being there. like yep. yeah and then yeah. him running back in sorry yeah. <laughs> like that, that's the only thing they missed but. yeah yeah there also wasn't uh, a need for hot water and towels it's just called the midwife now yeah <laughs> uh yeah so he goes checks the um checks on the neighbors um and uh wanda is concerned that the neighbors are catching on to them uh do you think they think it was us uh so she's worried about the the world uh around them and he's more worried about uh, she's trying to keep it up and he's more like concerned with what the hell's happening um and Vision is thinking a little bit more deeply about these different weird occurrences that are going on. Uh, and then there's this moment where she kind of just does a quick jump cut back to, um, like, a, like let's take that again, kind of. Yep. Yeah, because he, he admits that there's, there's something wrong here. And as soon as he says that, it jump cuts to the beginning of that line of him, you know, like going back into that conversation and then not addressing the fact that something's wrong. Uh, so we get a quick redo there, and then we have stronger contractions. This is the real one. Um, and then this was just a fun moment for me. Um, uh, vision, I can't remember the line, but he starts like floating. Like, yeah. Ooh. yeah. Uh, again, Paul Bettany, he's funny. Yeah. yeah. He's funny. Yeah. Um, and then she, he has to have the breathing exercises yeah. to calm him down, mm -hmm. yeah. uh, which also reminded me of uh, the 1970s classic, uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, or Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, uh, him coming mm -hmm. down from yeah. that, yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. But Where the burp, burp Charlie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> burp Charlie, it's the only way. Uh, and then the sprinklers go off in the house where the pipes burst. Um, and then I think my water just broke. Yeah. Which is also like a like a sitcom trope for like women yeah. going into labor. Is that like yeah. the the your water breaking is always like someone like dumping a full bucket of water on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think yeah, the the the, most, the one I always think of is um, Coneheads. Yeah, that's the most dramatic <laughs> dramatic water break moment in in, in cinema. Um, I, I, I don't know why, but when she like flings the doors open and everything gets dried, I like, it's the most, it's, it, it, it feels like it would just be the most refreshing thing that ever took place. Like I just yeah. want to be in that room when it happens and just like, like get dried off. It, it looks very refreshing. <laughs> nice fresh air. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like trying to stay vertical. And vertical. Yeah. Uh, and then we get a commercial. Mm-hmm. Uh, which was, uh, and some of you may remember this or not, I don't know, but Calgon. Mm -hmm. Are you familiar with Calgon commercials? <laughs> no? Am I the only one? Take, take me away. <laughs> yes, Calgon, take me away. And I'm going to um, see if I can share my screen for this because when I Googled it, I found one from the 1970s and holy shit, if they didn't pull it directly from, from this. The traffic. The boss, the baby, the dog, that does it. Calgon, take me away. Lose your cares in the luxury of a Calgon bath. Calgon softens the water to leave skin feeling silky smooth as it lifts your spirits. The soft, luxurious, fragrant world of Calgon. I love it. Pamper yourself with a Calgon bath. Lose yourself in luxury. Wow. That's Exactly. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much to take a bath in the Parthenon. <laughs> right from that. Uh, so yeah, very Calgon take me away kind of vibes with this, uh, and it's uh, hydrosol. Hydroclean. So yeah. hydrosoak. Hydrosoak. That's what I wrote down. Hydrosoak. Mm -hmm. Hydro. Whatever it was, it was hydro. Yeah, yeah it was hydro something. Uh, hydro is the important part. Yeah. Uh, uh, I got was... the soak part. That was important to me. <laughs> uh, and find the goddess within. Same actors, same actors yeah, in all was, three commercials. Yeah, that was the same. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, one of the lines in the commercial was, "When you want to get away, but don't want to go anywhere." Yeah. yeah. Uh, so create a world of your, you know, within yourself or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's mm -hmm. in you. 
Meanwhile. Create a bubble reality. <laughs> or, or it was a little on the nose. A little on the nose, yeah. Um, there's a lot of speculation online that um, the two actors, well, the two the two actors in the commercials are um, Wanda's parents that she lost oh. in uh, the, the Age of Ultron incidents. Mm. Um, because the only thing is like they're like oh well this would be like she'd be actually seeing these this would be like comforting people that would be popping into her subconscious that would lull so, her into sense of security that would lull her into security so yeah so and, it's not proven or anything it's just an internet but it's like shared a bunch of places and i watched one of those like 75 easter eggs you might have missed and <laughs> uh one of them was that hydra soap was might be a reference to uh, I think it was an Agents of Shield thing where yeah. uh, Hydra had made mind control soap. Oh, so yeah. it was like oh. they put chem- a bunch of chemicals in the soap to like control people. So like if this is all like mind control Hydra stuff, like that would fit perfectly. Oh man, Hydra is basically Q. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so. Oh, I just wanted to say, um, I feel like that commercial like did miss a trick though, because I really wanted the tagline for the commercial to be "Heal Hydra." <laughs> they did not do that. So <laughs> uh, we have Vision and Wanda under the table as the uh, water is breaking all around them, and uh, Wanda does some magic, dries them off, uh, and is like, "Oh, time to get the doctor." Um, and uh, oh, I sure hope he's not on vacation. That we hope we didn't miss him. Uh, and then Vision zooms away uh in 1970s fashion the only thing that was missing was the (laughs) (laughs) million dollar man (laughs) (laughs) uh and where are we at uh so wanda hears something in the nursery she starts to go check it out and uh geraldine uh arrives and uh the whole time this whole scene just to keep it short is Wanda trying to hide the pregnancy from Geraldine. Um, and Geraldine comes in saying that her pipes burst too. Uh, her pipes burst and she's, she comes, she's come over and looking for a bucket. So whatever Wanda did in their house, uh, it's affecting everybody mm-hmm. all around them. So the power's out, even, so, even down to the details of the pipes uh, bursting mm-hmm. and the water. And she's come to bound myself out. Uh, and... Yeah, in the kitchen, she's in the kitchen, coats are changing. So just a lot of fun stuff trying to block this block this pregnancy. There's a lot of in-jokes throughout this episode of like what sitcoms or like TV shows used to do to hide uh, when uh, actors, actors were pregnant, yeah, but the that's characters what I weren't. Was laughing yeah. about. There's like wearing the giant like, coat and mm-hmm. then we're carrying the fruit. I was waiting for a, mm-hmm. a shopping bag, like a paper shopping bag <laughs> with a piece of bread sticking out. Like. Yeah. There's 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 even a lot. I think it's earlier where when Vision comes back in and Wanda's like, you know, when when her stomach has grown a little bit and he says that and she's but like the way the camera she's behind the bowl of fruit and she looks down at herself and she says, oh, I can't even tell from this angle. Yeah, like, oh, I yeah. see what you did there. Yeah, yeah. I see yeah. it. Yep. Uh, Geraldine wants to talk about the temp job that she's got. Um, the stork has come to life and is now going around the living room uh, and Wanda keeps trying to poof it away, but it's not working. So we see that she can control some things in this world, but not everything in this, yeah. in this world. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like I'm this. so slow. I did. I well. I like when when I first saw the bird. I was like, "Why is there like a big swan?" And I'm like, "Oh no, it's a stork." Because I, I I guess I haven't seen that many storks. Yeah, I, mostly in cartoon I, fashion. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I usually see them in cartoon fashion, and they have like much larger uh, bottom beaks. Yeah, they all look like pelicans. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, did a did a stork come when your baby was born? I didn't see it. Yeah, how did that happen? My wife saw it, but I didn't. And <laughs> that's why I was so confused. You weren't uh, Does anybody else really enjoy that Geraldine is working at an advertising agency, presumably as a secretary to a high-powered ad man? Because <laughs> <laughs> the actress played, she was Don Draper's secretary. Yeah, that's right. Mad right. Men. Oh, yes. She was oh, Dawn in Mad Men. Yeah. And I was, yes. yeah, and I was like, oh man, John's working at, a, at yes. an agency again. <laughs> So I we see them that Don Draper. <laughs> <laughs> also, Geraldine looked gorgeous. Like yeah. everything about her outfit and the way they had her like hair and makeup was like 
like mwah, chef's kiss. Mm -hmm. So I felt like Geraldine's character changed more to fit into the 70s scenario than any other character has changed oh, throughout yeah. any yeah. of the mm -hmm. other different si or different sitcoms, sure. which I thought was strange, but also probably telling that she, cause she's sort of self-aware more than everyone else's yeah. or. Yeah. 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 I think Geraldine is clearly trying to make a connection yeah. with, um, with Wanda and and doing and playing the part, whatever part, whatever the, it is needed for this, I'm gonna I'm gonna make it happen. But she does slip up, as we'll we'll see just a bit. I I, I wonder that, about that, especially because like Geraldine has she she has a very specific role to play, like in this scene here, where like the it's the very standard sitcom trope of like the neighbor comes over and they're trying to hide something and like she does these behaviors like very accepting of like what Wanda's doing, but like in a way that feels very much just like. You know, like if you're watching, it's a come like you know. For most of them, you're just like, are like, are people really this like, yeah. like, like, like she's like really kind of. But but at the same time, it's just I, I have a lot of questions because I'm curious about Geraldine's level of self awareness, basically, because it definitely I feel like it increases as the episode goes on. Maybe or at least I mean, I I I, I have questions about this because I I I'm 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 curious whether this is her playing the part like to the hilt basically or whether this is like I'm, I'm curious what she has basically since she does have a level with a level of self-awareness you know like it's it, she she seems very very good at not betraying any level of self-awareness which must be a, a, up to a point which seems difficult mm -hmm. yeah yeah i think she is um she's just doing a doing a good job of it it feels like mm -hmm. a one of those moments when someone is a horror movie when someone's possessed or some moment where let's bring somebody that they um, somebody they know is trying to get get through to them, um, yeah. playing into things and taking it nice and slow, but also seeing an opening and then taking it taking yeah. that chance uh, mm -hmm. and it paying off sometimes and not so much for for some others. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, so Geraldine is now helping her with this pregnancy because um, we see the stork. Um, uh, was trying to get her fish pants. Her fish pants. Yeah. I also yeah, yeah. feel like I've seen this gag. I, I don't know if I'm just thinking I did or or like on a sitcom, like watching the monkeys or something where there was like an animal like that, where they clearly shot it in a room where the people were not there and they just keep cutting back to it. Like, <laughs> but I could be just making that up, but it yeah. felt very of the time mm -hmm. as well. She is uh, pecking at the fish pants uh, and then kind of throw something and it kind of, chatters away and there's that chattering sound that moment where um uh wanda's like what was that that chattering sound and wanda almost she does a pretty good chattering a pretty good uh, um, <laughs> stork sound uh, oh it's just my new ice maker attached right to the fridge or something like that mm -hmm. um fancy um but then they go into the nursery where the stork is up against the wall and she sees that yes she is pregnant and then she's there trying to um trying to help her with things as the whole as a whole bunch of shit is is happening um yeah any yeah. other any i I, I also kind of uh, it kind of just plays to the idea of um how much in control wanda is because like yeah. you realize how she was trying to get rid of the stork as it was like walking into the room um you she like tried to do her wanda magic and um and it was just like a red puff of smoke as opposed to her usual um you know what we see in the mcu with like i guess modern graphics so i guess it was just like uh you know whatever it would look like in the 70s um but yeah it just it was like she's trying to cover this thing up she's trying to get rid of the the stork but it's almost like the stork is like something is forcing the stork um to be in the picture and and, and it's almost mm -hmm. like all right i'm trying to slow down or wanda's trying to slow down the pregnancy or or the birth from happening but um something whatever force it is is kind of going against that and, and you know going right through her powers yeah i'm i'm jumping off of that i was surprised that they didn't do like two storks just to be like in like a in like a like a am I seeing this kind of like like visual like uh, confusion or a sight sure. gag thing because mm -hmm. like there were two babies mm -hmm. yeah. so like even this thing of like oh not just one not just one bird there's two big birds and like mm -hmm. are there two birds and 
Yeah, like, yeah, like I you're not sure if it's over here or over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, where like one goes behind the counter and then the other one pops out from behind the couch mm-hmm. and you're like, wait, how did that bird get there? And... Yeah, a whack-a-mole type of thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that bird. Uh, Geraldine is doing a great job of ignoring all of the craziness around her um, and then buying into the world. Because I guess as the person that she is, she knows that shit's going to happen within this reality, but in, within the world, I'm just going to assume that this is all happening for a very good reason. Um, and we get to one big push and it's a baby boy. Um, and it's oh. Tommy. It, it is Tommy. A- Four yeah, it's, a, yeah. It's, easily, it's easily a four to nice six and month clean. old. Mm-hmm. Totally yeah. clean baby. Yeah. Ready to push immediately. No yeah, there's no, nothing. yeah, nothing. Yeah. It's perfect. Uh, and Vision, who was out trying to get the doctor, he had arrived at the doctor's, we mentioned this, but he arrived at the doctor. She caught him just in time. They were about to go on vacation. Uh, and uh, they, they zoom off, and the doctor's wife, has some kind of line. Um, what about my new bikini? Something yeah, like that. Yeah. What about my new? Yeah. What about my new two piece? <laughs> what about it? Um, yeah, so I can he, only wear this one day. Yeah. <laughs> I love he how the arrives. doctor has the zinc on his nose too. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, he's all yeah. ready for the beach. He's even all though ready. They haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> yeah, I need to. I need to signal to everyone on the plane that I am going on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> I, Vision has arrived back at home. And Geraldine takes the doctor into the kitchen to give to leave them alone. Um, so we have little Tommy and Wanda screams. Uh, and Billy's on the way. She lets out another scream, which is a little different. It was a little more echoey, cavernous to this scream. I don't know if you noticed uh, noticed that or and what that means about anything. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it was a different it was a different scream. Um, so maybe it was just one that was louder and bouncing off of whatever force field is kind of controlling this place. I don't know. And we have another baby, and that is Billy. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's like that was Wanda's subconscious, like saying, like, all right, we'll have my mm-hmm. kid. Like we get to have the one that I wanted. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like we, you know, I have the power to like compromise so we can get your kid what a great mutant power yeah yeah (laughs) compromise (laughs) it's the compromiser yeah all right well maybe you can get pizza tonight and tomorrow you can have tacos foiled again by the compromiser (laughs) why don't we just go dutch (laughs) what if we have taco pizza oh my god Sounds like a job for the compromiser. <laughs> uh, 20 fingers, 20 toes, perfectly healthy, because that's all the 70s needs. Um, <laughs> vision, uh, seeing the doctor off, they go outside. Um, I hope that this didn't impact your vacation. Well, you know what they say about small towns. They're so hard. Mm. Escape. Yeah. yeah, that's not weird at all, Doc. Yeah. Um, Doctor also has a line uh, before he leaves where he says to Geraldine, she says, you could make a great nurse. And yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Doc. Right. But uh, I, I, I liked in the um, when the doctor has that line of like small towns are so hard to like escape because and the, but there's still the laugh like the like there's still that audience reaction like this isn't a weird thing to say it's actually like that an like, ominous thing yeah yeah mm-hmm. like that it mm-hmm. is an ominous that it's like that that it, there's just this automatic like oh ha 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 mm-hmm. like yeah because well, the audience is stuck there too right presumably <laughs> that's if that's a good one, question yeah. yeah um but yeah it's like the i'm sure that if it was like written read like a sitcom line it would be like you know small towns are just so hard to leave <laughs> and like and then like it just there's a laugh track and then the scene's done but it was i i just i just like it so much it's such a good show it actually makes me want to go back because i know that there was a number of times where i noticed that that was a thing so like something very ominous would be said and then they would that's when they would uh execute the laugh track yeah and Mm -hmm. just kind of it kind of makes me want to go back and just like see all the points where they did have the laugh track and um kind of see like what exactly is it's being like the i guess what the purpose of it and the function of it in in the show has been Mm -hmm. yeah there's a a control 
someone's controlling some of this too, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. you know, like, I'm going to see that applause, person. Just, applause. Like, yeah. I don't know what to do here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Another, and it's um, it's it's kind of a uh, a device they can use to also illustrate that like the wheels are falling off. Um, if like that, if that laugh track starts popping up, like in <laughs> totally inappropriate yeah. times. Yeah. Mm-hmm, or, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Someone's having a heart attack. Ooh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when they get to say by the bell. <laughs> uh, or a married with children audience. Jesus. Yeah. Ow. <laughs> so Herb and Agnes are outside talking uh, as Vision walks out and they're gossiping like, oh, what's going on inside? Did you hear? Kind of stuff. Um, both acting shady and Vision walks over. just kind of like, what's going on? And Agnes is asking about Geraldine being inside, saying she's new. She doesn't have a family. There's no, no family, no husband, no home. No. She came here because we're all, we're all, and it just kept, we're all. Uh, and then she gives uh, Herb a, a stop it. One of those stop it's that we've seen in episode one, like um, mm-hmm. Hart, stop it, yes. stop it, stop it. Um, like play the part, shut the yeah. f up. Yeah, don't screw this up for us. Stop it. Um, and Vision just kind of goes in after, after. Oh, actually, Agnes kind of brings it back a little bit. Um, yeah, she does bring it back to the reality that they're in of like, oh, I gotta go home and forgot what she her excuse she made. Yeah. I didn't write that down. The only thing I remember, did. yeah, something about Ralph. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> And I just love the uh, the wink with the uh, bicycle bell at the same yeah. time. Yeah. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she's the perfect casting. Yeah. So really good. God. She's fantastic. Yeah. Even the line that she mentioned, she said something about um, the when the lights the lights going out or the power going out, and she said something about like, oh, the Ralph looks better in the dark anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that seemed and so I'm I'm really I don't know exactly what comic book entity ralph might be but he seemed ralph seems to be much more important than yeah. uh, oh, interesting. being presented and and i'm thinking that he's you know very evil because <laughs> yeah. um you know i guess the references to like darkness and stuff like that mm-hmm. um i feel like it's hinting towards something yeah yeah i don't yeah i i because i i felt like I mean, what you just said makes me rethink everything because up till now, I've always thought that, especially, you know, now that we have like a pattern here, that they were just riffing on like the idea, like like that 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 really standard sitcom thing of just like the character that you never see, whether it was uh, Norm's wife on Cheers or whether it was Maris on Frasier, all that kind of yeah. stuff, because just like, just, just this character that exists entirely just like through other people's like mentionings of them. Um, but you're making me reconsider that. Hmm. Ooh, well done, Marcelie. Making people reconsider shit. Yeah. Um, the compromise. The compromise. Yeah. Maybe we're both right. Uh, yeah. So then we have this scene with Wanda and Geraldine. Um, and she said, like, something like beautiful twins. And then she says, I'm a twin. And she starts talking about uh, Pietro uh, singing uh, Sokovian. Mm. I guess that Geraldine, um, Monica, uh, sees this as a moment where she, Wanda is kind of breaking out of this reality and kind of blend, remembering some of the the real world uh, and sees it as a moment to connect with her and mentions that uh, Ultron killed Pietro, didn't he? Something like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that snaps Wanda uh, back to her reality and sees this as a threat. Like you are threatening yeah. what I have going on here and then just keeps on pressing her. Uh, I thought it was going to get much more dark than it did. I did too. Yeah. Um, I thought she was just going to like explode. <laughs> explode <laughs> yeah. Uh, kind of thing. Just like. I did. I did like how Geraldine completely just changed thinking that maybe trying. you could just, oh, okay. Well, no, I just said that all yeah. your be- babies are beautiful or whatever she said. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. And like, do I'll I have to say it again? Yeah. Them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I liked that she tried to change the conversation and then couldn't do that. Yeah, she could not walk that walk that walk back. That back. When you yeah. when you bring up uh, a, a super villain killing your twin brother, mm. it's a little mm. hard to walk back. Yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> and you've no, created she a whole. That's all the time, you know. She thought maybe <laughs> she could just trigger a reset. All right. 
Um, <laughs> no reset there. She just jazzy Jeffs her out of uh, <laughs> <laughs> out of Westview. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a verb that only works in Philly. It really is. It really is. Oh, no, um, no, you can watch uh, on HBO Max. There's the um, Fresh Prince is on Fresh Prince reunion, which is actually yeah, really yeah. good too. It's very good. Oh yeah, yeah. the reunion was real good. It was. Yeah. And they, she, they talk about gets, the. She gets tossed out through what looks like a television turning on and off mm. in the air, like an old, yeah, TV. like an old yeah, TV, like the tube television with mm-hmm. the dot. Yeah, yep. and they cut back to her, and then she's like, and stay out of the Woolsworth. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, brother, where art thou? Oh, man. <laughs> Love it. Never stop loving that movie. Uh, so, it's perfect. It's perfect. It's a great cool. movie. Yeah, and she does keep questioning her. This is before that she gets um, thrown out um, about the sword symbol. Who are you? Yeah. Who are you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, oh, this? Uh, nothing. What's that over there? Um, <laughs> and Vision goes back in. Where's Jardine? Oh, she had she left. She had something she had to do. Um, and then at this moment, the aspect ratio of the thing mm-hmm. changes, and this yeah. felt like such a moment. <laughs> like yeah, oh yeah, shit, yeah. shit's yeah. going down. Um, aspect ratio changes, and uh, we see Welcome to Westview, and Geraldine comes flying out, and is immediately surrounded by agents, helicopters, there, um, jeeps. Um, and Daydream Believer is playing, and we see a huge field with some sort of, um, unless it was my TV, it looked like there was some kind of force field or something yeah. around this town. Mm-hmm. Um, and we see actual, we see the Westview sign, as we mentioned earlier, and we also see houses in, in this place. So this is a, this mm-hmm. is a place. Mm-hmm. This isn't just in someone's mind. This is an actual place where there are human beings outside. I guess they're trying to get in. Um, and there are people that are trapped, or in some of which may not even exist at all. Who knows? I wonder, I'm curious, and I'm sure they'll probably answer this uh, eventually, but I'm curious as to, like, what was Geraldine or Monica wearing before she went into the, the reality? So, yeah, like, yeah. if she, if, if the clothing that she had on were, was all, like, uh, created by Wanda, and she was kicked out, but she was still dressed up that way. Then I'm I'm wondering if it's indicating that like whatever reality she creates, like the babies, for instance, um, the you know whatever she's creating inside of this bubble, um, even after they you know that thing is ejected from the bubble, it's still um, still, still real. It's still yeah, real. It still yeah. exists. Yeah, yeah. she's yeah. creating things that exist. Beyond I would universe. hate for her to carry the babies out of that bubble and then just they turn to mush. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, like, that's an entirely possible yeah. scenario. Yeah. Um, I don't want to see it. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. Like, yeah. We see yeah. the red smoke. Uh, uh, swinging back to Geraldine's sword necklace, I would have loved it if. Uh, because it kind of looked like an upside down cross because it's a sword. But if they, I'm only ever going like, to see upside down cross. Like, and yeah. Geraldine's like, I love <laughs> Satan. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a weird, like, a weird turn. I, I don't know. He's neat. Which would play <laughs> into so neat. Which would play into Marcelli's thoughts <laughs> if Satan mm, comes in. Yeah, no. kinds of things. Satan. Um, That's a really good point. <laughs> in this thing, it's great. Um, yeah, well, I'm I, only I, ever going to see an upside down cross when when I look at those things. Yeah, um, I'm sorry, Sam. This is uh, unrelated to Marvel, uh, but I, I, as I was watching this, I was wondering how, like, what's the reality that every sitcom the people have like the most modern house of the time? Mm-hmm. Like, why are these people living in that house that's so 70s in the middle of like we're supposed to? And the same thing with like the Dick Van Dyke show, and like they all have these perfectly timed homes and nobody mm-hmm. has an older home i don't know isn't that weird mm-hmm. this is just a dumb mm-hmm. thought i have it's probably yeah i mean it's because they <laughs> all were constructed for the show yeah but you know but in the reality yeah. of me as a viewer don't i want to watch something <laughs> that it's more realistic that these people might have been living in this house for realism didn't yeah, take but... place until well oh, into the never it hasn't happened yet still oh 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 okay i'm sorry <laughs> that's where don draper <laughs> comes back in because we're talking about like shows that were designed not just within the ad space within the shows but like within the actual shows themselves it's just be like let's 
let's let let's show like the ultimate dream home basically, and let let's yeah. put just enough in front of the audience to make go like, oh, this is within reach. Yeah, um, yeah it is a great big yeah. beautiful tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I was I, I was looking up um, I was looking up actually uh, ice makers because like when they showed that detail, it's just like, oh, is that look a little bit too early for like a 1970s fridge? And it turns out no, they were invented like 1965, like the front, uh, you know, really? freezer ice maker. And all I could think huh. was just basically just like, oh, if this were a real show, that would be a thing that a marketing exec would plant in the show. Where it's just like, don't you wish you had, you know, this? Oh, let me just use my GE fridge yeah. with yeah. Wilton <laughs> ice maker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Geraldine even says fancy, you know, yeah. it's just like, it's like, don't be the Geraldine in this situation. Be yeah. the Wanda that has <laughs> that. Yeah. Well, the Sam's comment about the houses just makes me think of like my grandparents' homes. Like my nan and pop-up's house, like we were there for a couple, like we were living there for a couple weeks and it hasn't changed since like 1975. Like at all. Like original plugs, um, like original carpet. Like there mm -hmm. are pictures of my mom at the age of like six and like the carpet that I played on as a kid. Wow. Same carpet. Yeah, it's like, like at some point they were just like, and no more improvement. Yeah, <laughs> we're done. We we reached like, perfection. Like, so so yeah. like these time stampy houses, and like same with yeah. like my my other grandparents. There are rooms in that house that just haven't changed yeah. in like decades. Yeah, we have no intention of selling this house ever. It's just going to disappear like the Poltergeist house yeah. <laughs> when we are done. Um, just going back one one moment to. Um, uh, I think it was Marcy talking about um, Monica getting tossed out and the, you know her look staying the same and her clothes staying the same um, also brings the thought of people going in um, or the helicopter going in. So do yeah. they, I guess like the, the helicopter maybe flew a little too close and became a, a toy kind of thing. Um, like what kind of things happen in this world to other things going in if it's not following any kind of particular procedure or opening or anything like that. Yeah, maybe there is some sort of opening that she causes if she's, you know, focused too much on the, the fake world or whatever, you know what I mean? Like maybe mm -hmm. there's some sort of a test type I thing mean, they can. There's know. the sewers. Yeah, the beekeeper dude. Yeah, the, the beekeeper mm -hmm. came out of the sewer, the manhole cover. So that yeah. might be like underneath uh, a way of like for sword agents to get like in and out is through yeah. manholes yeah and sh they made a little too much noise got caught and you're out of here mm -hmm. yeah. well okay I i'm i'm really interested too in just how much rewriting is going on in wanda's head and how conscious or subconscious that is because like i keep thinking about geraldine who is definitely you know one way or the other um an intruder in this scenario basically i think that's clear and but wanda kind of goes with it and i don't know how much of that is conscious but it's the idea of just like oh okay yeah i have a neighbor named geraldine but and you know blah blah blah, blah. And, and i accept this intrusion into the reality and i'm going to make it part of the reality you know i i i I'm, I'm i'm curious how that works yeah yeah let's begin to uh, wrap this up with uh, some winners and losers i want to hear some winners first uh, my winner is the woman from the commercial because I feel like she finally got a break. Yeah. You know? yeah. She was very Much creepy needed. the first two. Like she seemed like she was not in a good mental place. And now she's got a relaxing bath. Good for her. Another? Uh, my winner is actually Pietro, who got named here actually after you know being introduced in Age of Ultron and killed in Age of Ultron and never mentioned again up until this moment. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> So yep. yay for continuity. Mm -hmm. My winner is the stork because I thought it stole the show. I was happy every moment it was on screen. Mm -hmm. Yep, and impervious to her magics. And yep. and it you know knew to blend in with the stork on the wall, which is really yeah. good. Yeah, too. that's yeah. really good. Total yeah. selfie. Yep, the good yeah. stork sense. That stork is a pro. Yeah. Katie. Um, I think uh, Big Crib was a winner uh, <laughs> in this. Cause it, yeah, because it's a... Uh, it Sounds was, like a SoundCloud It was rapper. a great uh, advertisement <laughs> convincing us that cribs are easy to put together. Yep. Yep. All right. They even Marcy. showed the screws, just like, just like, yep, yeah, it really is. Like, <laughs> even for the normies, it's that easy. Yeah. So my, when I was thinking about winners and losers, um, I, I guess this is, a, I can just transition. I think, so my winner and my loser are actually the same person mm -hmm. and they're both Geraldine. Um, mm -hmm. And 
I I say she's a a winner. Well, she's a loser because she got kicked out and she got found out. But she's a winner because I think she found a a way to break Wanda a little bit or to at least get to Wanda. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's kind of like the first instance that we've gotten so far. Um, And I'm guessing that whatever information, that's like valuable information for her to bring to uh, the agents of SWORD or whoever is out there. Yeah. Uh, Is that everybody's winners? Mm -hmm. My winner is uh, Phil, who didn't Mm -hmm. have to say whether or not he thought his wife was fat. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And I'll jump into my loser, and that is the doctor who did not get to go to Bermuda. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, his wife who didn't and get his wife. <laughs> yeah. yeah, with the two piece. She didn't get to debut her <laughs> new two piece. My two piece. <laughs> uh, my loser was the fence. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just heartless, just almost yeah. steely eyed destruction of the fence. <laughs> yeah. Michael? Uh, I'm going to go with the doctor as well. No. Katie? Uh, mine is women's ability to compare things that aren't f- to things that aren't fruit. You really can't <laughs> do it. Uh, Sam, the only Rob, of, it's the only uh, spatial point of reference yeah. you have. I'm going to say that gorgeous chandelier that fell and oh, broke yeah. and then got wet. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, I'm a little, I'm a little upset. Wet. Real yeah, fans of the opera moment. Yeah, broken <laughs> and wet, so it's right. it's never coming back, right? Um, well, that'll do it for this episode. We're back covering episode four. Oh, by the way, this episode title was uh, Now in Color. Um, forgot to mention that at the top. And it was. It checked out. It was, in fact, in color. <laughs> um, we'll be back next week. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, Marcelie. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Rob. Thank you, Katie. Thank you all for listening. Bye-bye.